Hello everybody and welcome to today's episode. I am your host Luke and I am joined today by my lovely co-host Diana. Say hello Diana. Hi everyone. And today we're going to be talking about the conspiracy theories and mysteries surrounding the Roanoke Colony. So, Diana, have you heard a little bit about um, this Lost Roanoke Colony before? I have, in fact, yeah. I remember watching a show, American Horror Story, and they did Mm -hmm. a season on Roanoke where uh, this couple bought a house in the middle of nowhere, and all of a sudden these things started happening to them, and it turns out it's this Roanoke Colony. But um, I've always wanted to know the -the behind-the-scenes stuff, like the real story about the colony. Well, you're in for a treat because I have all the juicy details and history surrounding this Rona Colony. So we'll get started. So the Rona Colony was actually the first attempt to colonize the North Americas by Queen Elizabeth. So in the late 1500s, there were about 115 men, women, and children that were sent on this large expedition. And all of these people were led by John White, who was made governor of the Roanoke Colony. You know, I heard an interesting fact about John White. Oh, really? What was it? I heard that um, he was actually sent there as a painter, and he was going to do artwork on the natives, but instead got elected as governor. Uh, I did not know that, which is interesting, and we'll get to it um, um, a little bit further in. So, all these people, of course, left knowing that they would probably never return back home home and they did this because they were promised like vast land that they were going to colonize so they were going to essentially start a new life and have all these amazing opportunities so when they landed in the north americas they immediately faced a bunch of struggles a lot of their supplies were damaged when they were basically just unloading the ship and this immediately pressed issues as the colonists struggled to find shelter and food so during the first week when the colonists arrived there was one man diana that was killed while fishing by one of the Native Americans on the land. Oh, no. Uh, Yes, of course. So this scared a lot of the colonists and left the impression that if they strived too far away, it would result in maybe potentially death. So eventually, John White found a friend named Manto who lived on a neighboring island. And this kind of makes sense now because it connects with your theory that he was there as a painter to illustrate the Native Americans, right? So he's some he must have had some sort of connections before because Manto actually traveled to England two years earlier um, and was living on a neighboring island from Roanoke called Croatoa. So I'm pretty sure that maybe um, Manto and John White met in England and they discussed a little bit about this whole process of maybe painting them and just getting to know more about their culture, right? Right, maybe... Capturing the everyday life. (laughs) Exactly. So, at this point, there were a lot of Native Americans that were actually planning war against the colonists. And this makes sense. These are strangers who are basically entering their home. Mm -hmm. Um, So, Manto, however, remained faithful to John White and even agreed to be a mediator for both parties. And he arranged, he was going to set up and told White that he was going to arrange a meeting with the other natives to declare peace. So, after a day passed and John received basically nothing from Manto, he immediately took this as a declaration of war. So in the middle of the night, 
White and his men gathered, and they proceeded to go and attack the very first village that they found. Uh-oh. Obviously, this attack was a huge mistake, as he actually attacked one of the friendly villages of Croatoa. So, this was a village that wasn't planning war on them. He had the wrong village, but he proceeded to attack them. And White basically took over the village, um, and this this village that they attacked, they all ran away, of course, because they were peaceful. So they just ran away, and he took over the village, took over the buildings, and made that the central location for the Roanoke colony. And that's how it was created. So John White was then voted to actually return to England to get more supplies. And John White was really skeptical, and he didn't want to leave. And the reason he didn't want to leave was because his wife actually just gave birth to his daughter in this new land. So he protested and didn't want to leave. And it was rumored that the reason they voted him to actually return back to England was because a lot of the colonists were angry that he was negotiating with the Native Americans. So it is theorized that he was just basically voted out and that they would face better solutions on their own. So John White, of course, protested, but he actually went back. And on August 27, 1587, John White jumped back on a ship and sailed back to England. And this would actually be the very last time that he or any Englishman would see the Roanoke colony. So, as John White arrived in England, he soon realized that England was actually preparing for a large naval war with Spain, and you know a little bit about this, right? Right, yeah. Um, John was using one of the ships, and they needed every available one, so, of course, his had to um, be used, and so he couldn't return back to the island Exactly, yeah. So this was at the peak where England and Spain were actually trying to colonize as much of this new world so they can expand their empires. So when he arrived, Queen Elizabeth basically disregarded his plan. As like you said, she needed all the ships to fight in this naval war. So John White, Dana, was actually forced to stay in England for three years. And he had to scrap the plan of basically just collecting supplies in the winter and returning in the spring. So he was stuck in England, far away from his daughter and family, for three years. That must have been really hard. Three years is a long time not seeing your family. Of course. So finally, though, in 1590, John White was allowed to return back home. And when he arrived, he found little to nothing. So when he landed on the coast, the only thing he found were footprints of bare feet in the sand. And of course, he knew that this was... A bad sign, and he knew this because he knew that no Englishman or woman would go anywhere without shoes. So White continued to actually look around, and I know you did some research on this. So once he got to the the location of where the Roanoke Fort was, what did he find? So it said that when John White returned, the only things that he could find was uh, the word Croatoan carved into a piece of wood. And about, I think, only one human remains, like bones, that they saw. Exactly. And the actual fort itself, where all the buildings and houses were, were taken down. So this, of course, leaves a lot of speculation. And it is theorized that, um, of course, this peaceful village that was kicked out eventually came back and fought the colonists back to get 
what was rightfully theirs, right? Mm-hmm. But there was no actual evidence that was found of any violence taking place. And like I said, all the houses and buildings were taken down. They weren't destroyed. They weren't burned. They were like almost like like a puzzle, dismembered. Mm-hmm. So, and we'll go into the theories now. So, there are three possible theories that happened to the Roanoke colonists. The first one is theorized around the word Croatoa. So, it is said that there are dark forces involved with this particular word. Um, so, and I'll tell you a little bit about the history of this mysterious word. So, the word Croatoa, of course, was found, like you said, on that fen post by the abandoned colony. But that is not the first time that this word has appeared. And for over centuries, this word has appeared with mysterious deaths and disappearances. And each of them are more puzzling than the last. So, do you know who Edgar Allan Poe is? Yes. So, actually, right before he died, he actually disappeared for a very short time. But when he was found, he was like in a stage of almost delirium. He was extremely delirious. Um, and his final words were actually Croatoa. So, of course, po- like Poe's officials, they never knew what his cause of death was. It was unknown, and all his medical records and even his death certificate were lost. What? So, it just leaves the unknown with what happened, and of course, including this word Croatoa. And this is not the first one. There has There was another one where this word appeared um, by one of the famous disappearances of Black Bart. And have you heard about him by any chance? I think I have in my research that he was also a poet, like Edgar Allan Poe, but mm-hmm. he was because uh, he left poems only twice at the scene of a crime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was he was a he was a criminal, so he actually was a stagecoach robber, and he left that word carved in his cell before he was released from prison. And after he was released, he was never to be seen again. He just vanished. Nothing in the history books or anything? He was just never seen again. And that was his last mark was that word, Croatoa, carved in his prison cell. And of course, this also, it adds more to the mystery. There's another one. Um, Of course, you've heard of Amelia Earhart. We all have. Yes, yeah. Famous female pilot who traveled across basically the, the world yeah. um and, and she disappeared somewhere in the middle of like the air yeah in in the ocean um and this word was actually found in her journal after she disappeared in 1937 do you think there's a possibility that she could have found croatoa if she was fine of course um i mean like the the general location of roanoke is an, it's a real place um but she was actually she disappeared in the ocean. She crashed in the ocean. Um, and there's a whole bunch of conspiracy theories as to the location where she crashed. Um, but it said that that word was found in her journal. But it's crazy to think that this single word, Croatoa, led a whole village to disappear. A mysterious death, um, disappearances by multiple people, and it only gets creepier, Diana. So, have you ever heard of the ship Carol A. Deering? No. Um, so it's actually a famous ghost ship. So this ship was massive. It was a large cargo ship. And on January 29, 1921, this ship was spotted by a lightkeeper. And he noticed that the crew was actually behaving a little bit strangely. Um, all the anchors were cut from the ship, and they were just behaving 
in strange ways. And two days later, on the morning of January 31st, a member of the Coast Guard actually spotted this abandoned ship. And her sails were all set. Her lifeboats were, however, missing. And more worrisome, the crew was never to be seen. And it actually appeared that they had left in a hurry. So the question lies is, where did this entire crew for a very large cruise ship go? That's really, that's really spooky. Yeah. So, of course, um, they were never seen again. And this ship was just left abandoned. And the crew had vanished. So their personal belongings, their equipment, their papers, and the ship's anchors all that stuff was missing. That's but weird because, like, where could they have gone? Exactly. And the weirdest part, though, is that the food was all set out like it was going to be prepared the next for the next day's meal. So it just leaves a mystery as to what happened. How can you take belongings, cut anchors, but still have food prepared as if you're going to get ready for a meal for the next day, you know? Right. It's as if something came or something was about to happen and then they had no choice but to go of course and the fbi stepped in and they actually wanted to do an investigation but they were unable to find a trace of the crew or the ship's logs even and what they did find though is that in one single paper and i'm assuming it's part of their logs as well was the word crow atoa so of course this just attaches to basically this singular word being some sort of mystery thing that ties in with the next theory. So the next theory that ties it together is that there are witches and witchcraft involved with the word Croatoa and all of these mysterious disappearances. So of course, this theory is based off of the American Horror Story season. And it is said that many of the Croatoans, so um, Mado's village, believed that there were a lot of witches and witchcraft in those woods and it was also rumored that they might have believed that the colonists were also involved with witchcraft um and the Kuratoans and other just native americans in general they would tell legends of the witches who live in the north carolina woods who use black magic to hurt other people and this is a story that maybe the colony were victims of these witches or maybe they were seduced and they also joined in this dark lifestyle of becoming witches themselves and they were maybe forced to do this just to survive so that's like maybe one of the reasons why they disappeared was either they joined them and disappeared in the woods or Or they were killed off by them yeah of course completely gone yeah and it just leaves that mysterious feel of would that be possible the next theory that explains of what may have happened to this Rono colony was the act of cannibalism. So, of course, John White went back to England because they were short on supplies, right? Right. So it is rumored that maybe this colony was forced to face cannibalism just to survive, and they slowly picked each other off for food. Um, the next rumor is that, of course, maybe the Native Americans were the ones themselves who acted in cannibalism. But however, they many theory, like maybe um, people who have wrote and talked about this Roanoke colony state that there is no evidence that the Native Americans were cannibals. Right. That kind of wouldn't make sense because Native Americans had already figured out how to farm and uh, harvest 
but it would make more sense for the colonies to have done cannibalism on each other because they had no choice. You know, they don't know how to farm. They had no supplies. So mm-hmm. it kind of makes sense that they would have resorted to cannibalism. And of course, a lot of people just basically disregard this theory in general because many state that there were no bodies or bones found except for the one that you stated that was next to that post, right? Mm-hmm. But of course, like they say, it was three years that John White was gone. So we can't really say they had plenty of time to, of course, dispose the bodies, right? So that's one of the rumors. Um, however, it just leaves that theory as to what could have happened to this lost colony. Were they, were they t- seducted by witches and forced to live this dark lifestyle to survive? Um, or were they faced with the fact of cannibalism? And of course, the theory of cannibalism isn't too far off. And I believe is that people, the colonists from Jamestown, which is the next colony that was established after this, actually faced that same struggle and had to resort to use cannibalism to survive. So it's not too off to say that that's, that was their fate, that they ate each other and they did this to survive. And they slowly just integrated their lifestyle around maybe the Native Americans. Yeah, it's, it's something we will never really know for sure because you never know. Like, it could have happened. Exactly. Or they might be the witches in the woods and they are using dark forces to essentially survive. And that's what the whole season was about. They all became witches and they used dark magic to survive. And that's how... They basically kicked off that family off the land where supposedly where the Roanoke colony was. And it just leaves that question and that mysterious feeling as to what happened to this lost colony. Yeah, what exactly the word Croatoa means. and Why is it surrounded by all these mysterious experiences, right? Yeah, from history and just randomly appearing in all these different timelines. Of course. And we might never know, so it just leaves the thought as to maybe we can find something later on or maybe we just might never know what happened to these people. Exactly. And I think this will forever be a big question mark on the Roanoke colony and its people. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us a 5-star rating as it will help us tremendously. In addition, the theme song and sounds are called The Island of Dr. Sinister and Hazy Darkness. These are created by Eric Meris and you can find more of his tunes at www.soundimage.org. And if you'd like to follow us on a social media, we have both a Twitter and Instagram, both at con_unsolved. Thank you so much.